Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. preached last week at Stebney's Church, so we kind of got, me and Stebney's kind of going over the same thing again, but I tell you, there's so much light, there's so much in this story uh, that is just so amazing uh, about the, uh, the Samaritan woman at the well that Jesus met. That's what we're going to read about this morning. Uh, <clears throat> I can tell you the whole gospel is, this is a picture of the whole gospel. Amen. So let, we'll take a look here and read this this morning. <clears throat> this is in John's Gospel, chapter 4. And I want to start <clears throat> at the first verse. It said, And when, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea, and departed again into Galilee. Now note this. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then he cometh uh, uh, he to a, a city of Samaria, which is called Shekar, near the partial ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus therefore being weary of, with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman from Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said to her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then said the woman uh, of Samaria to him, How is it that thou being a Jew askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith uh, to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would give thee living water. Praise God. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From where then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? And Jesus entered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. And Jesus said, Go, call thy husband 
and come hither. The woman answered <coughs> and said, excuse me, <coughs> I have no husband. And Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, <coughs> I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou hast is not thy husband. In that saith thou truly. And the woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Note this. Then the woman said unto him, I know that the Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. And when he is come, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. And yet no man said, Why seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? And the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said unto the man, Come see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, this morning for your presence that we found in this service today. We're so thankful, God, for your testimony, the testimonies of God's people the raising of the hands, Lord, the spirit that we found here in this service this morning. But we pray, God, now we need your help to preach your word. There's so many truths, God, in this word this morning, God. We can never grasp them or get them all out, God. So we pray, Lord, that you'll be with us this morning and help us, God, as we look into thy divine word. I realize this morning, Lord, I'm nothing without your help. I cannot do nothing without you, Lord Jesus. So I pray, God, once again, Lord, that you'll stand in the gap and help us today to see thy word and thy truth. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What a great story. And I know you heard this preached many a times down through the years. If you've been in church very much, uh, you've heard the story of the woman at the well. Hallelujah. What a great setting this is. What a great story this is. This morning, praise the Lord. Let's take a look here and get, kind of get into some just a little bit of details here this morning of what's taking place. It said here, therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus uh, baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself never baptized. Let me tell you what was going on. They were down in Judea. And Jesus was uh, down there preaching the gospel and teaching the people uh, of this great salvation that comes through him. Huh? And the people were hearing the word of God. They were hearing the teachings and the preachings of Jesus. 
Huh? And and John's disciples was there, and John was working also, huh? He was also called, huh, to bring out the gospel for men to repent and turn to Christ. And it said there that that uh, the Pharisees heard of it. The Pharisees heard of it. Uh, what was going on? And the Pharisees were jealous. <laughs> they were very jealous of Jesus, huh? Because Jesus, huh? had a following. People were turning to Him. They were turning to Christ. Huh? I tell you, their lives was changing. Huh? The Pharisees huh? and the Sadducees and the preachers of that day, huh? they had the, uh, the Jewish religion huh? and, they, and they never had the gospel and they, all they had was, was the Jewish law and that's what they preached upon. That's what they taught in the temple. I didn't know I was going to go here this morning. Huh? But we're here. Huh? And Jesus came and preached the truth. He was the divine Son of God. And He preached to the people and taught the people. And something happened to them. Huh? They felt the Lord. Huh? They felt the power. They felt His truth. Huh? And they turned to Him and they were baptized. Huh? And Jesus and the Pharisees heard it. And they wanted to get away. Uh, Jesus said, no, we got to leave. Because huh? so they're coming after me, basically. Huh? His time is not yet. Huh? God's in control this morning. Yes. I tell you, this world. Huh? He's in control of everything we do this morning. Huh? The world don't think He is, but I tell you, He is. Huh? Jesus' time had not come yet. Huh? But they was going to try to find Him. And He went on up. He said, we got to go. He said, we're going to go to Samaria. We're going up to Galilee. That was the goal. That's where they was planning on going. Up to Galilee. Huh? You see, Judea, Judea was down here. Huh? And Galilee was up here. Huh? And this is all mountain desert country. Huh? And Samaria was right in the middle. Huh? And the shortest route, huh? if I can get all this out, there's so much in here. And the shortest route huh? to get up Huh? To Galilee, to head straight north, huh? Was to go through Samaria. Huh? And Jesus said, We're going through. Now let me tell you a little bit about the Jews and the Samaritans. There was a hatred, there was an, an animosity, huh? There was racism there, huh? There were two types of people that didn't deal with each other, had no interactions. Why is that? I tell you what, there's a lot of history here. And I didn't try to study it or didn't get into it too much. But the Samaritans were half-breeds. They were half-Jews huh, and half-Gentiles. Uh, uh, and what had happened, they had intermarried. huh? And back in, it's in 2 Kings somewhere, uh, when the Assyrians had overthrown the northern kingdom of, of Israel. When they had overthrew them, there was a lot of the Jews that stayed there in the northern kingdom and they intermarried with the Gentiles. Huh? So to the, to the Jews, the Samaritans huh, were, were, uh, were an unpure people, were not a holy people or a godly people. They compromised their religion and their beliefs and their God by intermarrying. Now that's, that's how the Jews felt to them. And they basically, they had the same religion as far as the, uh, the first five books of the Bible. But yet, there was different beliefs in that religion. 
Amen. And here it is. You know, I wondered what his disciples thought when he said, we're going through Samaria. <laughs> Boys, we're going through Samaria. <laughs> Praise God. I want to tell you something. There is a reason, I tell you, not only the woman at the well, this is the biggest part of the story, but I tell you, there's a reason, my friend, that Jesus was going to take his disciples huh, to Samaria. What did it say in the book of Acts, in the first chapter, verse 8, huh? He said that you're going to be a witness to me, huh? In Judea and in Samaria, huh? And to the uttermost parts of the earth. Let me tell you something, church, this morning. In this gospel, there is no racism. Huh? There's no racism in Christ. There's no racism in the church. Huh? I tell you, Jesus died for every person. Huh? He gave his life on the cross for every man. Huh? Jesus wasn't a racist. Huh? He wanted to show his disciples, huh? Listen, huh? They're people too, just like you. Praise God. Huh? So they went. Huh? They started started that journey. Huh? Through the, listen to this. Through the desert, huh? And they're heading up to Samaria. Now the Jews, huh? What they done, huh? If they was at Galilee and they was coming down to Judea or vice versa from Judea up to Galilee, you know what they done? Huh? They started up and then they took a turn and went along the Jordan River. <laughs> Way out of the way, up the mountains and around, huh? To avoid going through Samaria. But Jesus said, we're going straight. <laughs> we're going to go right through it. Mm -hmm. huh? And they started this journey. Huh? And this... And they said here that it took them about two days. A two days walk, huh? Through the desert, through the hot heat, huh? And he came up to this well. It said here, huh? Praise God. Let me get back here to this. It said here that, uh, let me find my place here. They said here, uh, it said, now Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, therefore, being weary of his journey, thus sat on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. Huh? You know what I see in there? <laughs> Me and Audie was talking about this last night. He mentioned it. Huh? The humanity of Christ. Huh? The human Jesus was a man just like you and I. Huh? He was just like us. Only he was of God, huh? He was of the divinity. Praise God, huh? And he said here that he had taken this walk and he was weary and he was tired, huh? And he sat there on the well, huh? I want to tell you something, my friend. You and I this morning in this Christian race, sometimes we get weary, sometimes we get tired, sometimes it's a hard way to go. But praise God, it's the only way to go this morning. Because huh? the Father huh, will quench our thirst. Praise God. Huh? He got up there at the well and he sat down. Huh? I heard somewhere it said this well, I tell you, it was like nine feet in diameter. Huh? And it had built a, 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 like a ledge around it with rock and stone, and it had a place there where you could sit on top of the well and rest. 
That's where Jesus was resting. Uh -huh. Uh, and, the, and it said it was 100 feet deep. Uh, that's a long way down. Uh, praise God. And he sat on that well. Uh, and he rested. Uh, think about it. He ain't got no water pot. <laughs> uh, he never come to draw water. Uh, he was about his father's business. Uh, we'll see it here in a minute. Uh, Praise God! Hallelujah! Uh, he said here, and he said there, and uh, he said there come a woman from the Samaria to draw water. Uh, and Jesus said unto her, you meet to drink. For his disciples was gone in to buy, to buy food. And Jesus said, uh, and then said the woman of Samaria to him, how is it, thou being a Jew, ask of me, which am a woman of Samaria, uh, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Huh? I'm going to tell you something. Huh? Jesus probably spoke Galilean in his in his voice, in his tongue. Huh? And he looked like a Jew. Huh? He was a, that's what he was. Huh? He was a splitting image of the Jews. Huh? Jesus was. That's the first thing she noticed about him. Huh? Huh? She looked at him and said, "You're a Jew, huh?" And I'm a Samaritan. Huh? We don't have no dealings, huh? We don't even speak or talk or anything like I told you earlier. Huh? Why are you asking me, huh? For a drink of water, huh? <laughs> Jesus was getting our curiosity. Jesus started a conversation here, huh? Hallelujah, huh? Who are you? What are you doing talking to me? Huh? And she said here, and Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that said it unto thee, give me a drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee, given thee living water. <clears throat> Amen. Living water. And the woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From where hast thou this living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, and, and, and which gave us this well for himself, his children, and his cattle? And Jesus entered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. Huh? Praise God. Listen to this. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him, shall give them, him shall never thirst, but shall be a well given. That shall give him shall be a well water springing up into everlasting life. Huh? Praise God. Ain't you glad this morning, Christian? Ain't you glad this morning you, the saints of God has this spring? Huh? This well of living water huh? in our souls. That's why we're here this morning. Because there's something bubbling up inside. Praise God forever. Huh? Amen. I want to tell you something. This is this this story. This this setting is so so it's so magnificent and amazing. What is water, huh? I want to tell you, water is everything. It's life staining, huh? You don't drink no water, and in three days you're dead, huh? You can only survive. You can go without food longer than that, huh? But if you ain't got any water, you're dead. You don't drink it in just a few days. 
What happens? Your body dehydrates, your organs quit working, huh? Everything quits functioning, and you're a dead man. Huh? Praise God. She's still thinking about the, the physical water. Huh? The water that I've been drinking here this morning behind the pulpit. My mouth gets so dry and thirst and I get so thirsty. Huh? But anyway, huh? I want to tell you something. Huh? I never knew about it until I studied it. Uh, this living water, when he pronounced this, when Jesus said living water, she knew what he was talking about far as physical, material, H2O water. And I want to tell you why she knew it huh, and how she knew it. Because in that day and in that time, and in our days too, it's the same way, huh, there, was, there was fresh Spring water, actually living water interpreted is spring water, all right? That's the pure water, huh? That's the, that's the drinking water, huh? And then there's other waters that was there too. The ponds, huh? The, uh, uh, the, the rivers, huh? And the cisterns that held water. But all of these other waters were not pure, huh? Some of them were stagnated. They wasn't pure water like the, the spring water that was in Jacob's well. Huh? Praise God. Did you get it this morning? Huh? He's, talking about, he's talking about living water. Huh? Jesus is talking about spiritual water, holy water. Huh? And she's thinking physical water. So he, Christ was, a, he was so amazing in, in his knowledge huh? and how he dealt with people. Huh? One-on-one, -on -one, huh? Praise God. Right there at the well, huh? And he was getting her attention what he was saying. Huh? She said, I'll give you water, huh? And you'll never thirst again, huh? You'll never get, you'll never, you'll never be thirsty again. Huh? And here she says, huh? The woman said to him, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come here to draw. She's a little sarcastic here. <laughs> huh? She was a little bit thinking, you know, huh? Well, if you got this water, this living water, huh? Well, I won't even have to walk 50 miles. I won't have to walk two or three hours a day, huh? To get water. I'll just have this water that I'll never thirst again. I'll never have to draw again. That's not the water he's talking about, huh? He's not talking about that water. Amen. He's talking about a different water here. Praise God. <clears throat> and they said here, <clears throat> and, and he said, and Jesus said unto her, Go and call uh, go call thy husband and come hither. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Uh, and Jesus said, I said to her, Thou hast thou well said, I have no husband. Thou hast had five husbands, and whom thou is with now is not thy husband. Did I say it right? Huh? Did I tell you the truth? Huh? Let me tell you something. He opened this conversation up on the water. Huh? And got her attention. Praise God. And now he's going to go to her personal life. Listen. To him. Huh? I mean to her. He's still a Jew. Huh? He's still a Jew. She don't know it's Jesus yet. Huh? But she knows that this guy's different. Huh? Huh? He knows a little bit about me. 
something's going on here. Huh? She said there that he she said, Go, call your husband, tell him to come here. Huh? She said, I don't have one. <laughs> and Jesus said, I know you don't. You've had five. Huh? You've had five. Now I don't know too much about this woman. I tell you, I looked into it and tried to find out some things. And <clears throat> and listen. There's so many different opinions. So many writers look at this woman in different ways. Huh? Some say she was probably a prostitute, maybe in her early years. So, a very ungodly woman. huh? But I tell you what, I don't know what type of woman she was. But I got to thinking about it, if I could remember what I said. My note, I took them down here in the notes. Let me, write, let me, let me look at my notes here what I said about her. <clears throat> like I said, there's so many different opinions about this woman, and mine also is an opinion. I would say that this woman was probably uh, within her 60s. Uh, she had five husbands already in her life. She probably married at a young age and had trouble in her marriages and could have lost a couple husbands to death in that time. It is unknown. I believe the woman, uh, the women of the city despised her because of who she was. And she was looking for something to satisfy her life, and she couldn't find it. Uh, something <clears throat> was missing in her life, and she was trying to fulfill the void and the emptiness in her heart. She could not find it in men. She couldn't find it in pleasures of life. She couldn't find it in her religion. But when she met Jesus that day at the well, her life was changed forever. And she was never the same again. And she found the fountain of living water. Amen. Praise God. Huh? Hallelujah. I might have went ahead and got ahead of myself on the preaching here this morning. Huh? But I tell you, as she talked with Jesus, huh? and Jesus, I want to tell you something here. He not only told her about uh, uh, that she had five husbands, huh? but I want to tell you, the Bible does not record it. But we do have one verse in here. And when she went back to the city of Samaria, huh? It said that she told the man, come meet a man that told everything uh, that I ever done. Huh? Listen to me this morning. Huh? Nothing is hid from Christ. Huh? Nothing is hid from God. He sees all. He knows all. And he is all this morning. Huh? Praise God. Come see this man. Jesus laid out his life to her, her life right in front of her and knew everything, huh? Praise God. Well, this verse and this verse, he had already told, revealed that he was the Messiah, huh? But she mentioned this. Huh? They were talking this. I want to tell you something. When you talk about, when you get down to people in their personal lives, huh? And you get down right where they're living and the things they are doing in their life. And when you get down to that, I'll tell you something happens. Something starts caving in. I tell you, religion comes up. 
Huh? Why is that, huh? Religion came up in this conversation here, huh? I believe she had, she was kind of raised probably in a religious family, or she knew about religion because it was like the Jews, huh? They had the religion, huh? Praise God. But I want to tell you something this morning, huh? When the, when God was getting when Christ was getting down to her heart, huh? She started opening up, huh? She said, now let's talk about religion. You say that the Jews say we ought to worship here, huh? In Jerusalem. And we say we ought to worship here in Mount Gerzimon, huh? Where that, that's where they was at. It was a historical place where this well was. I never got into that, huh? But that's where Abraham uh, came from Haran uh, uh, to Canaan was this place. It was the place where where Abraham built an altar to God and called upon God. It was the place where God met Abraham. It was right at this place. Uh, the well wasn't there yet. Uh, uh, it was a sacred place. And religion was brought up. Huh? And she said, I know when the Messiah comes. You see what I mean this morning? She heard about the Messiah coming. The Messiah the of the Jews, huh? This Christ was going to come. She heard about it, huh? She believed that. She believed that there was going to be a Messiah. Maybe she was just didn't look at it in the right way or know it in the right way. But this Messiah, she believed in it or she would have never mentioned it, huh? And she said, I know when the Messiah comes, huh? He huh, will reveal all things to us. He'll tell us all the truth, huh? I don't think I've ever seen this anywhere else in the Bible that I know of. Huh? This one-on-one -on -one conversation. Huh? He said here, and Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Praise God. 
Chains is forever. Uh, she dropped her water pots and left uh, and went back to the city. How do you know she was saved, preacher? What makes you think she was? Uh, she went back to that city uh, and she went and said to the men of the city, said, come and hear a man that ever told me everything that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Huh? Is not this the Christ, the Messiah? Huh? That's in the prophets and priests and taught about. Is this him? Huh? What happened? Huh? We didn't read it. But the man of the city, huh? Was seeing the change in her, seeing the difference in her, and they knew she was speaking the truth. Huh? And I tell you, they said, let's go out. Huh? Let's go take a look for ourselves and see if he is the Christ. Huh? Let's see if he is. And it said they went out where Jesus was. Huh? And they heard him preach and teach. And many, the scripture said, and many of the Samaritans of that day were saved. Huh? Praise God. I want to tell you something. God saved God don't love me. He saved you and me for a reason, huh? He saved us, huh? And changed our lives. But I tell you what else he done. He saved us to be witness to this lost and dying world that's perishing this morning. He sent you and I. Huh? That's how it works. God sent Christ and Christ sent you and me. Amen. We're the only Bible, the only testimony, huh? The only thing the world will ever know will know about Jesus. Amen. I want to tell you something this morning. When she found that water, huh, this spiritual water, huh, everything changed. I know I said this. Praise God. Everything changed. Huh? I remember years ago, I'll never forget it. When I was a teenager, I was right back here in that class. Huh? Bob Bickle was a Sunday school teacher. Huh? Of course, I was a young kid, teenager, pretty all of a sudden I didn't pay much attention. Didn't really care that much, huh? About what was going on, about religious things, you know. Dad took us to church, made sure that we was in there every every service, huh? Uh, on Sunday and through the week, made sure we was there. We was back here in the Sunday school one time, and I'll never forget it. I told you people this. The Lord reminds me of things so I can preach them to you. Uh, that's a fact. I know for a fact that's what it is. Bob Bickle was back there teaching, and he said, he said he had a paper, he held a paper in front of us, and it had writing all over it. I don't know what was on it. He said, this is your life right here before you meet Jesus, before you meet Christ, huh? Your sins, huh? Your, your uh, iniquities and everything you've done, huh? Is right here on the right. And when you come to Christ and pray through and give him your heart and life, I remember he turned that paper over <laughs> and it was blank. Hallelujah, there was nothing on it. It was empty. Christ cleared the record. And the songwriter said, and the record cleared the name that he washed my sins away. Hallelujah.
morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hey, and he blesses us. He gives us families. Hallelujah. Blessings upon blessing. Why is that? Because he's the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his name forever. I got to quit. I'm going to be done. I'm glad we found the fountain. And the woman at the well found it. Huh? I tell you, she hungered and she thirsted. Huh? Oh, like I preached to you and said, she tried to find satisfaction in her in men. Huh? She fought, tried to find satisfaction in pleasures and in things of this life. Huh? And for a little while, it satisfies the flesh. Huh? For just a little while. But then I'll tell you, reality comes. Huh? And when reality comes, something's still missing. Something's still void, huh? Something's still wrong. That's why people do drugs and alcohol and our and ardent sex and all this stuff, huh? Because it satisfies for a little while. It, it gets, gives them satisfaction to the flesh, huh? But it's gone, huh? The next morning when they wake up, it's gone and they're empty again. Huh? You hear what I'm preaching about this morning? Hallelujah. She was empty and she never had nothing. Huh? And she was trying to satisfy. But when she met Jesus at the well that day, whoa! Hallelujah! She was changed forever. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you the satisfaction. Huh? I tell you the flow of living water, the Holy Spirit was in her heart and in her life and it cleansed every sin and every blackness and every darkness and every void. It filled it and cleaned her out. Praise God, she was a new creature in Christ. <sighs> Hallelujah, she's a perfect example. This woman at the well is a perfect example of the gospel. Huh? Hallelujah. Praise God. Here, I'll read one more verse. Now, this is for me and you, right here. Hallelujah! Then I'll move down and I'll be done. See, we're living, <clears throat> we're living on this side of Christ and the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Huh? The Holy Spirit lives in us. We were born of the Spirit, huh? the Spirit indwells in God's people. Huh? Listen to this. Sit here in, in Matthew or John 7. It said, In that last day, the great day of the feast, feast, Jesus stood up crying, saying, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. And he that believeth on me, now listen to this. As the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Ain't you glad for that this morning? Huh? Well, I tell you, out of our belly, what well, that, that not this physical stomach, huh? But out of our soul, I tell you, will flow living water. Praise God forever. I tell you, the church this morning, listen, is living, and you and I, I believe it too, are living under the privileges that God has poured out on us. 
tell you, he said, I need more of God. That's exactly where I'm at this morning. I need more of Christ. Uh, but church, I'll tell you the, re- the reality. We're living under the privileges of what God has in store for you and I. Uh, I tell you, Pam read that thing about the churches, huh? how, how preachers are compromising God's word. Huh? They're lightening up on the truth of God's word. I tell you, I don't, have, I don't hardly know anything. But I tell you, when God gives me a truth, I'm going to preach on it. That's just the way it is. I'll bring it out. Hallelujah. I'm going to answer to Him. Praise God. All right, I got to quit. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for the well this morning. Huh? So thankful for the well of living water. And Christ is the only well there is. Uh, praise God forever. I thank Him so much uh, that He manifests Himself in this little church. Praise God for Him this morning. I tell you, I was, I told Courtney this morning before I left, I said, I really don't have, I want to try to preach. I want to try to bring God's word out. Huh? But I don't feel anything inside. Huh? I tell you, I just feel kind of empty. I feel like I just, I can't grasp what I want to say or try to say. But praise God, when he comes to help us to preach his word, we'll preach it. And in the fullness of it. Uh, thankful for him to stand with me this morning and help me to preach the gospel. Uh, because it's real. Uh, it's not a game, people. Uh, I'm up here this morning. I'm not putting none of this on. Believe me, huh? And this is this is God and your prayers and your intercessions for me that helps me to preach God's word. It's too big of a job for me. I can't do it. Scripture said, give us men that are called. That's what the Scripture said. I was thinking you're reading this morning, Pam's reading. Uh, education's great. I need it. I wish I had more of it. Uh, I wish I knew more about the Bible and understood all these things. Went to Bible college, and I'm not knocking none of that. That is a good thing to have for every preacher. huh? Uh, but I tell you, it's a calling. It's a calling. Huh? If you're not called to preach the gospel, you might as well forget it. Uh, you might be a good speaker, a good auditor, huh? But if God's not in it behind it, forget it. Just forget it. Amen. He works through his spirit. That's where he works. <laughs>